Hey there, folks. Chris McLean, Peak Performance and Transformation Coach, and we are back again with yet another episode of the Peak Performance and Predictable Growth Show, the peak performance show for creative agency founders, owners, and leaders, where we dissect and look at the the agency journey from the unique perspective of those at the coalface of the industry. My guests help unlock strategies, tools, and tactics that are working in the trenches right now to help you service your clients better to grow your business and scale to six and seven figures and beyond. And it's my pleasure to welcome Jennifer from Virtual Marketing Experts into the studio today. And Virtual Marketing Experts work with six and seven figure coaches, consultants and course creators to grow their businesses, remove marketing overwhelm, increase their revenue and scale their impact. That all sounds amazing. Jennifer, Thanks for dropping by. Amazing to have you here. Thanks for taking Thanks so time. much for having me. I love doing podcasts. It's fun, so much fun. <laughs> so take us through. Sounds like you do a whole bunch of stuff for course creators and online experts, coaches, consultants. Take us through how did you get started? How did you sort of drop into this niche? How did you decide this is the business that I'm going to start? Yeah. So I actually started as a virtual assistant um, 15 or so years ago, actually 16, okay. I guess. I started oh, wow. when my middle son um, was born. Um, we realized I couldn't really do both working full-time and mm -hmm. uh, daycare. It just wasn't yeah. an option. So I started yeah. as a virtual assistant. And along the way, I started working for marketers. At the time, the internet was still pretty young, right? 16 years ago. I know it doesn't seem like a long time. <laughs> But in digital world, it kind of is. Yeah, and wild. I ended up working for a lot of marketers and learned a lot on the job along the way. And then um, kind of took it out on my own and started my own um, agency okay. that um, works with coaches specifically, coaches, consultants, mm -hmm. and course creators. Mm -hmm. um, I have this belief that coaches have an opportunity to change the world. And by helping them get their message out there, I get an opportunity to also have a hand in that change. So um, we really work with them to grow their digital footprint and accelerate their business growth. Wow. Love that. And I would 100% agree with you as a as a coach and a consultant, um, <laughs> love the vision, love the mission, love the dedication to supporting people that are supporting others. And everyone needs networks, right? Everyone needs that collaboration. Everyone needs support in what they're doing. So there's always a way to contribute. So that, I love that perspective. Absolutely. So was there a specific re other than had, had you worked with coaches in the past and that's sort of what got yeah, you into yeah. that? passion or into that yeah i'm actually yeah. um over the years i've done my own training and coaching and you know okay. all of that kind of stuff uh worked on mindset i'm actually a um a certified nlp master coach and trainer okay awesome. and so i've had a lot of um you know mindset work and i see what it did in my life and so i love working with people to kind of help really other people do do something similar. Um, I fell into it kind of accidentally, right? I started getting out there networking, deciding kind of how my career was going to go when my kids became independent-ish when they hit school yep. age and they, they yep. left the house. Um, and I found a lot of coaches were coming to me for help. 
And so it just kind of evolved naturally from that. Yeah, nice. I, I love a good story like that when you sort of naturally, we say sort of happen to fall into something, but there's always some more, there's there's more intense mechanics going on most of the time, right? You, Absolutely. You always, when you sort of fall into something that you just happen to be passionate about, there's, yeah, there, there's a lot of other work. As you said, you've done a lot of NLP and probably visualisation and you sort of worked on that inner game, which has probably yeah. helped create that circumstances for that accident to happen, right? Yeah. Um, so there's always a lot more to it. But, yeah, I yeah, love love that story of, you know, kismet and things just happening and things falling into place. And obviously you've built a nice business off it. So yeah. take us through, I'm a coach, I come to you and I say, help me out. I've got a course. Is it I've got a course that I want to create? Is it I'm just looking to launch a program? Um, so where be, do you step in and help? What's yeah, there? so it could really be all of the above. I have clients that come to me that are looking, they're usually at that not quite six-figure mark, and they're looking yeah. to grow and expand to, to beyond six figures. Most coaches start one-on-one, mm-hmm. -on -one, right? They start one-on-one -on -one yeah. coaching, and when they fill up, then they move into group coaching and then they move into courses. And, and so that's usually the progression of how people come to us. We are a full service digital marketing agency. So okay. we do everything from website design and development all the way through paid traffic to, right. you know, get people into your lead magnets, your sales funnels and that kind of stuff, including strategy and all that kind of all of those things that go along with it. Oh, wow. um, awesome. And so it really depends on where they come to us. We have mm. two people that generally come. They're not quite at six figures. They're looking to scale to six figures and beyond, or they've hit six figures. They're looking for seven figures and beyond. And there's, yeah. it's just a different um, tactic depending on where they're at in their business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, talk talk us through take us through that difference because obviously what you'd need to do to get to 10k a month, which technically like 10k a month is that's right that's six about figures. Six figures, um, yeah. And I mean, there's always a you know, six figures is a pretty broad. It's a hundred thousand. It's also nine hundred ninety nine thousand. Right? That's a pretty big yeah. difference. <laughs> six, <laughs> six figures is a a pretty loose term because a hundred yeah. grand and pretty close to a million is a pretty different game. But and there, say, are, there are yeah. huge differences in those, right? Like yeah. in the six-figure range, you're still you're still hustling a little bit, right? When you're mm. at that lower hundred thousand kind of range, you're still hustling a little bit. You're getting those mm. clients in there. You may be tweaking or modifying your course or your program or whatever that is to um, make it better, make it more efficient, and make mm. those clients easier to close. And when you get up towards that million dollar mark, you're looking at a whole different kind of thing. You're looking at more of a, okay, I've got this product. It's working and it's worked to get me to this point. How can I make it better? Mm. Um, there's there's this theory that I've heard over the, the years that your, your business breaks at specific points, usually mm. right around the 100,000, right around like the 300,000, the 500,000, and then the million dollar mark. And you have to make shifts and adjustments and pivots. And your audience may change as well at each of mm. those milestones. So it's really just kind of understanding where they're at to take them where they want to go. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. You always got those key milestones. And even said 100,000 and 500,000 is a whole 
different game. You're going from ten grand a month, month which might be on a high ticket program, two or three clients a month, right. up to five hundred thousand. You're talking four, five, six clients a month. Yeah, um, and when you're doing you hit that, that one on one dollar mark, it may be a whole different. I mean, depending yeah. on how your business is structured, whole yeah. different ball game entirely. Yeah, you're sort of talking six figure months, and then you're servicing that becomes different so what 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 is that i mean apart from i guess the the mindset and the psychological changes that you need to do to actually push through those levels tactically strategically even within six figures um going from 10 grand a month to 50 or a hundred thousand a month what are the strategic shifts that you tend to recommend or see is it moving from one to one to group is it moving into masterminds is it more of a service delivery? Is it just fine-tuning the program and maybe doing some online stuff? Is it all of that? Is it there any, can any- be all of that. It really depends on mm. the, the coach themselves. I have clients who um, went from 100 to 500, right? 100,000 to 500,000. And they went from one-on-one coaching. They filled up and they started creating groups. And so their group coaching now creates, you know, it's... Um, 20 hers the specific client I'm thinking of is 20 people at 10k a person so $200,000 per group. And so mm. that's you know that's one aspect of it and then I have another um client that it can be just it could be bringing on other people onto your team to do one-on-one coaching, right? Mm. Creating some kind of company that has a different business model where your you're training them on how to coach your business model um, or coach your, your thought process. Um, Or it could be creating a completely different source of income, which is usually where those courses come in, right? There comes a point when that one-on-one coaching and even that group coaching, you're tapped out. (laughs) Like being a solo coach, you're tapped out. That's usually where those courses come in. They've created a fantastic product product. They have clients that love what they do, the experience they have, and now they can start implementing something different. And depending on which model you pick is going to be dependent on all of those back end things that need to be done. What funnel, what's the customer journey, what ads are you running, who are you targeting? They're all a different way to go about bringing in your business. Mm. Yeah, so the saying is, is what more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, horrendous in reality, but that you know, that idea it's it's very dependent on who the coach is, what their capacity is, what else they got going on and sort of how they want to work with, with their client base. Yeah. Um, I guess some some coaches just love that one to one, that that intensive relationship. So scaling that up, maybe you could do ten a month if you did. You know, if if you then had somebody else managing the marketing and doing the back end and yes. some of the servicing, and um, I have one client that has she she coaches twelve hours a day. She has twenty clients during those twelve hours. She just does thirty minute segments, mm-hmm. and that's how she coaches. Um, and it, it's really dependent on you. And she is at a million dollar business doing that. Mm-hmm. It's, it be, then becomes you know what is what is the best business model for you. Yeah, that's pretty intense. <laughs> Twelve I hours, like, back to back to back. Yeah. yeah, I did five hours back to back in podcasts sort of yesterday, and that was that was pretty 
pretty full. <laughs> I imagine 12 hours back-to-back of coaching is pretty intensive. But it's, yeah, I guess it's up to the person, right? They get to decide how they want to show up and how they want to run it. Mm. So in terms of marketing and that sort of front-end funnel part of the business, what do you see working, again, generalising across very different types yeah. of businesses? Six-figure versus seven-figure sort of in between, where does the shift happen in terms of, um, as you say, we're sort of hustling more at that to get that 10, 20, 30K a month, get that up to maybe 10 clients a month. That's a bit. There's a bit more hustles, a bit more maybe direct outreach. It's a bit more, hey, come work with me versus now I'm on authority, sort of shift into paid marketing. What What is that shift and sort of when does that happen? So the shift really comes, I think, think around the 80 to 100k mark and the shift really looks like it depends on what you're selling right if you're selling that one-on-one you're doing the group coaching the masterminding of course all depends and a lot of the a lot of my clients in that hundred thousand dollar range start with a webinar of some kind right they're teaching them something to sell from the stage um, to sell their course, their whatever, whatever it is they're, they're selling. And then as we go up, it tends to shift because what I've found is the more money you're making in your business, the broader your audience becomes and you get to figure out what's going to be the best method to get them in the door for each of them. What I've found right now is working really well are quizzes for paid traffic. Uh, quizzes work fantastically because you can get them by answering a couple of questions into the right funnel, mm. right? So you're working that person in the way that works well for them. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that idea of kind of doing sort of a diagnosis up front and you're yeah. segmenting people um, into the right place. So is it you literally the ad, the ad is taking them to a quiz? Yep. Sort of ad campaigns taking them into a quiz and then they're, they're filling out like a BuzzFeed. I mean, everyone loves a BuzzFeed quiz. Exactly. So it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a little, it's usually because it's coaching, it's a little more, little less, you know, which Disney princess are you? And a little <laughs> more, <laughs> Ariel, come on. You know, yeah. um, what are your struggles? And mm-hmm. it, gives, it gives the coach a lot of information up front mm-hmm. and it gives the, person taking the quiz a lot of information so it is a win-win mm. and then you can send them to the correct training based on their answers yeah 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 i really like the idea of that diagnostic up front i, I have heard this before and tried it with her um so we're trying that a bit in our consulting business which is in the sustainability whole, whole different uh, sort of market um but it's quite interesting you get if you can give that sort of diagnosis up front somebody gets a bit they get some strategies it gets that personalization and somebody you know they're caring enough to ask me the right questions and kind of send me to the right place but then as the, as the coach on the back end you're getting a very tight segmentation of whether you can actually help that person or yeah. or matching them up to your your product suite essentially yeah and it also gives hmm. you I mean, as a business owner, it gives you a little bit of a leg up on sales calls, right? If you have some information coming into the sales yeah. call, um, it definitely gives you a way to um, sell them your product, service, or solution. Because the reality is, if you believe that your product, service, or solution is the best, 
and it's going to work for them, then being able to walk them through whatever objections they have um, is going to be the best thing for both of them. Yeah, maybe you could talk on that because I always found that's very, that's a very super interesting, but can be kind of a sticky place, right? This whole sales call and sales process. And I don't want to jump on the phone and be kind of Jordan Belfort, right? Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> close, close, close. Yeah. So there's a bit of that mentality around that, that sales call. Um, but I also really appreciate exactly what you were saying that if I gen if I genuinely know and believe that my what I do helps and services you and is going to genuinely fix your challenge, solve your problems, grow your business, it's almost incumbent on me to sell you. Right? It's I, I need to help you. Like I need to sell you. I need to use those behavioral tricks and those sales tactics, right, to help you in in the long run. Even though in the short run, it might feel like I'm using you know, behavioral psychology and these sort of marketing tricks, um, people might see them like that. I think I look at it a little different. I look at it mm. more as educating them, mm. you know, because they do come to you with a problem, right? They come to you with a problem. Mm. I have a problem, whatever that problem is. And if you look at it in a way that you can help them solve that problem, you, you're not selling them, you're helping them solve the problem. I don't really use um, behavioral psychology or sales tactics so much. That's kind of like, I, I don't know if you guys have used car salesmen in Australia, but in the <laughs> yeah. States, the used car salesman kind of feel yeah. right? it's a little sleazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what I'm suggesting. I'm suggesting yeah. understanding what their problem is. And that quiz can help you understand their problem and understand their objectives. Because a mm. lot of people come to you when they come to you with that problem, they're going to keep throwing up walls because that problem is so tightly held rather than mm. allowing you to help them with the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd probably what you were saying that I think there's that, that can be that perception or feeling that I, I am being a, a used car salesman. If I'm trying, trying to push my thing on somebody, there can be that kind of, tension as as the service provider even when you genuinely feel like you're trying to help somebody there can be that tension of uh, sales is a bit sticky and and telling somebody they should buy my thing and there can be a bit of tension there i found just talking talking to other people um but absolutely what you're saying you're genuinely there to help people and it's you're not using that kind of tactic you're there to actually help them solve a genuine problem um and we, when you are being, sometimes you may need to be forceful, right, or just make them question or ask questions that help them go a bit deeper to tease out why is this a block for you? Why haven't yeah. you solved this yet? Right? Why is this still showing up for you? It's really and just that, presenting that problem in a different way so they can mm, see it, right? Yeah, because sometimes yeah. we've all been there. I have two coaches in my own business because you get into this tunnel in your mm. business and you can't even see the problem. So mm. having someone from the outside pointing out that problem allows you to see a different perspective. It allows you to just shift the mm. your perspective enough so that you can recognize that there is a problem and you want to solve it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like what you said about sort of holding on to stuff 
right? We hold on to our things, we hold on to our, our challenges and we hold on to these beliefs that we have about what we're capable of. So unless somebody points out that you, you actually you're way more capable than you might think you are, that can just be that that slightly expanded consciousness and now I believe in myself a bit more and I'm willing to take that action that's actually going to help me. Especially so, yeah. as business owners. I mean, most business owners mm. look at their business as their, well, uh, women will say it a lot. It's my baby, right? Like yeah, they yeah. look at it as an extension of themselves in some form. And nobody wants, nobody wants to be told to have an ugly baby, right? Like, <laughs> nobody, so, so rather than telling them they have an ugly baby, you are able to shift their perspective so that they can see that they could make this so much better if they just X, Y, Z, whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that analogy. It's hilarious. <laughs> no one wants to get told they have an ugly baby. Yeah, be very true. We, I, I, think, I don't think that's only a, um, a female thing. There's very much an attachment to it. It's, my, it's not only my business, but particularly as a solopreneur, as an entrepreneur, when there's sort of one of you and it's your thing, identity gets transferred to the business, um, which can cause a lot of a lot of the issues and a lot of the tensions of not wanting to give up the business. Or as, as you're talking about earlier, when you get to that point of right now I need to scale, right? the only way for me to scale this thing is to bring other people in. It's like bringing other people in to look after your baby. Like who do you bring in? Do I trust them? They're re- releasing and allowing other people to you know, pick up your baby and look after it for you. That's can very be quite difficult true. as well. Yeah, it's very accurate being able to give up that control of your business. Um, um, that's one of the things because it is your, it is an extension of you and allowing people to step in and run with it to help you scale. Scaling, I think, is one of the hardest and the scariest steps of your business, right? Even my own, right? I'm scaling my current business from six to seven figures. That is my goal. And in that process, I get to learn to give up control of pieces of my business because I can't create a seven-figure agency all by myself. It's impossible. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a classic saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, you know, go together. Exactly. It takes, well, there's something about a village. It takes a village to raise a person. Raise a child, like yeah. Raise a child. <laughs> <laughs> the business is the child. But, I mean, collaboration, bringing people in, that that's the only way. Really, if you're going to get to that million-dollar-plus mark, that's seven figures. And, again, seven figures is from a million up to 9.9999 million. Exactly. Right? So it's, it's, a, it's a big, there's a lot to scale within just that bracket. Um, so lots more challenges along that pathway. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed your, um, how you've sort of broken down that there are those milestones and there's those challenge gates sort of as you progress your business and each one has its own challenges. And having somebody like yourself who is qualified to come in and give you the tactics and give you the strategies and give you a bit of that peace of mind of do these things. Uh, this this is how you're going to get, this is what's going to get you to that next level. Um, and we're here to help you. And get, so, and as you're saying, you give that full service support as well, which I think is really interesting. So maybe as a, as a final piece, give us that, how, how do you help in sort of that full, you sort of talk about front end, back end, do you do sort of VA um, sort of stuff? 
Where, so, where, where, where do you sort of start and end in that? Yeah. So we model? start with the strategy, right? Cause, because that's, we don't, we can't get you there if we don't know where you're going. So we need a plan to get there. So we start with the strategy and figure out what it is that you want to do and how to get there. And then we basically take that plan and we implement it for you. It may be copywriting. It may be um, building out your sales funnel. It may be um, your email sequences or um, your paid traffic. All of those things are pieces um, of my team um, that we are able to provide for our clients. So when they come to us for the full service, right, we do have different levels when they're coming to us for full service, we do all of those things for them every month so that we pretty much work as their full service marketing department. It's kind of like Walmart's marketing department, right? They have people doing all of the things. Mm. <laughs> so we kind of add, add that type of value to our clients. Um, mm. And then we also have people that come to us that aren't quite ready for that and they want to run ads. They want to start, you know, growing and scaling at that point so it just it really depends on where they're coming to us for that mm. yeah awesome it's amazing that you can provide that i mean that's super valuable you imagine at that point where you just need somebody to look after everything to have your you know your email script and just all of that stuff done there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes of just sitting in front of someone and having that one-to-one -one conversation um and so, yeah, amazing to have somebody that can come and pick up as much of that work as, as you need sort of handled. Amazing. If people are interested in what you do um, and either working with you or just finding out more about how you might be able to help them, there's some places up on screen. But uh, where, where's the best place for people to reach out and connect with you? So the easiest way to connect with me is virtualmarketingexpert.com. Um, we do have a button on there where you can schedule a call and we can go over who you are, what you do, and how we can help. Um, and then there's also, you know, if you just want to listen to tips and tricks and how I do things, um, there's my podcast called Marketing Matchmaker. Um, and it's a weekly thing where I dive into marketing and the pieces of it for coaches, consultants, and course creators. Awesome. Sounds awesome. Go check out Jen's podcast. Um, sounds really cool. I'm going to go check it out as well. Thanks for your time. Thanks for dropping by and spending the last uh, 20 or so minutes with us. Um, yeah, super interesting. I love that stage gating idea, and I love that you you can provide that full support for um, anyone really that's with its agency owners or, or course creators. Um or coaches and consultants that really want to start scaling their business out and need that full support, they can drop you a line and get in touch and get all of that handled. Absolutely. Cool. Thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll uh, catch you on the next episode. See you then.